Welcome to Refreshing Word, a life-changing experience with Bishop David Yali of Cat the Anointing Center, a denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, UDOLGC. Bishop Yali is a medical doctor by profession and the resident bishop of the Rose of Sharon Cathedral, La Accra, Ghana. He has an insight into the Word of God and ministers powerfully under the anointing. Join us now for a life-changing and refreshing experience with Refreshing Word. This, our God, this morning I want to say thank you for the opportunity you've given us to come before your presence. Father, we dip ourselves in this precious, precious blood of Jesus. Father, our covenant with you is with the blood of the Son. Therefore, as we dip ourselves in the blood of Jesus, wonderful Holy Spirit, honor the covenant on the blood in our lives and in the church. Heal us, set us free. Lord, Touch our hearts and every heart that is here, including my own. Write your precious word upon, the, upon our hearts. Father, make us epistles of your son. Lord, let heaven be connected to this place now, Lord. I pray for the ladder of Jacob. What Nathaniel saw. Father, let the angels of God descend on your son into this place carrying the power of the Holy Spirit may we be changed and transformed in the name of Jesus put me in your nail pierced hands Lord Jesus like a little boy and let me preach from your hands as your hand stays on me give me what to say not my words but your word and let your word have effect on us I bind a new wandering spirit in the name of Jesus we stand under the mantle of Prophet Kakra and Bishop Dag and we curse every wandering spirit to wither from amongst us let it be an atmosphere of heaven let it be the breath of the Holy Spirit let it fill this place. Oh, fresh breath of God. 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 Breathe into this atmosphere that your name, Lord Jesus, will be glorified amongst us in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's be seated. Tell your neighbor, I'm glad to be here in Los Angeles, LA, where Jesus lives with thousands of angels here. You know, Los Angeles was named after the Christian society in America, and it's called City of Angels. So we are not in La, we're in LA, City of Angels, where Jesus lives. So expect to, Jesus, to see Jesus on one, one of these days. Hallelujah. Well, I've been sharing about the blood power. All right, the blood power. And our text scripture was from Exodus 3, verse 20. Exodus 3, verse 20. Hallelujah. Are you glad to be here? Exodus 3, verse what? 20. Now listen to what God says. Can you pray there for us? It says that Exodus 3, 20, I, the Lord Jehovah, will stretch my, out my hand and I will smite Egypt. Those who have been disturbing you, I will smite them. Amen. I will smite them. Ashes, I think you can sit down. Anybody who comes, they should find a place. Okay, so I don't lose concentration. I always want people to, to be seated whilst I'm preaching. 
I'll stretch out my hand and I'll smite Egypt. Egypt are our enemies. And he said, with all my wonders, and I would, I would do in the midst thereof, and after that, he will let you go. And I explained that when God came down to Egypt to deliver Israel, it was not an easy thing. But God did many miracles. But they still didn't go. But there was one particular miracle that when God did, they, he, Pharaoh said, if we should go, I don't God will kill me. And that was the blood of the lamb that they smeared on their doorposts. And that blood represents Jesus' blood. In the Old Testament, God was speaking to us through shadows and types. He was using a, a, a typological language to speak. But in the New Testament, he decided to speak to us plainly. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, 1 Corinthians 5, 7 said that Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. So, that blood was Christ's blood. Now, I explained that nothing could let uh, Pharaoh or the devil leave them. The only thing that he made them leave was the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. So, when God said, I will show all my wonders. In other words, all the wonders of God are in the confines of the blood of the Son. If God would, it doesn't mean God does, cannot do wonders, but all the wonders that he would do in our life is based on the blood of Jesus. You see, because we don't qualify for God to do wonders in our lives, but we have to do it on that covenant blood of the lips of our Savior and our King. And I've been saying that the blood is a reason for our salvation. First Peter 1.10 says that, of which salvation the prophets inquired and said diligently of the grace that was to come upon you. So, and I said salvation has four phases to make it complete. And the first phase was propitiation, and that took us to the temple court where sacrifices are made. I'm sure those of you who are not here, you are confused about what I'm saying, but I'm, I'm not going to go back to explain. You understand what I mean? All the sacrifices were made at the temple, at the, at the temple court. So that's where all, uh, uh, what do you call it, propitiation, which means to pacify. God was angry with us, but God had to be pacified by his son's blood. And then I spoke about redemption, which took us to the marketplace. Are you understanding me? And I said that God had to come and buy us from Satan's slave market. Money could not buy us. The only thing that could buy us was the exchange of his son. The blood was the one that qualified. And when Satan saw the blood, he said, hey, please take them away. So the blood is, redeems us. And I explained that the next one was justification. Justification is the courtroom. So now in the courtroom where uh, everybody will stand before God one day in God's courtroom to be judged, whether you did right or you did, you did wrong. Now Jesus had to stand in the courtroom for us. He stood in the courtroom of Pilate to be judged. To be judged for, for what? What did he do? He didn't do anything. Uh, Cain didn't do anything. But he was condemned. Why was he condemned? He was condemned because the father had to transfer our sins on him. And Jesus became the, the substitute. First Corinthians 5, 20, uh, sorry, Second Corinthians 5.21 says that we are, for God uh, made him to be sin who knew no sin that we might be made the righteousness of God. So in God's court we were, we were acquitted that you are not a bad boy. Once you receive Jesus, now you are a good man. So as we're sitting here, as far as God is concerned, you are a good person. It is only the devil who brings to our minds the past and tries to make you feel bad. But we should tell you, Mr. Devil, Mr. Devil, Mr. Devil, look at the account. There was a, a mayor in Kumasi. My friends went to see him one day, and when they saw him, he asked him to go and, he asked him to go and eat in a, a restaurant. And said, tell the proprietress of the restaurant, refer to the account. <laughs> refer to what? The account. So they went to eat free, and the food was referred to the account. We also have an account. When the devil brings the part that, oh, you have done abortion, you have done this, you have lied, you have not, we say into what? The account. The account was what is being paid. There is no history of what I did as far as God was concerned. So I have to work as a free person. So if I stand before God, I'm justified. Romans 5, 1, therefore being justified by grace, we have peace with God. God is not angry with me. I don't have to work as though God is angry with me. 
once I'm born again and I'm living rightly. If I sin, I confess my sins. Now, the next thing one I should explain about is reconciliation, which is the last part of this series I'm talking about. There are other parts of the blood power, but I'm talking about salvation. The blood sanctifies, but, but the sanctification is not salvation. I'm not a salvation. So the next thing is reconciliation. All right, reconciliation. Now, reconciliation takes us to the home. So the proposition takes us to where the temple called for sin's sacrifice. Redemption takes us to the market where we're bought. Justification took us to the court. We are acquitted and pardoned. Now, after that, you have to come home. So reconciliation bring all the prodigal sons who are now born again to God's house because God has a house. God has a home. God, our father, he has a family. Are you listening? He has a son. He had a son. All right. And he had his spirit, the Holy Spirit. That is his family. Then he has angels in heaven who serve him. One of them rebelled, said, I, I, I don't, he became a devil. And he's been fighting us. And he came to destroy our lives in the garden. But God says, no, my family members, I'll not leave them. I am coming to take them back into my family. So Ephesians chapter 3 verse 4, 14, listen to what Paul said. Paul said, I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. I'm saying a lot of scriptures, but if you care to know, you have to, if you can write. So when you go, you can look at them because if you don't write, you may not have them. You see, I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the family in heaven and in earth is named. So God has a family in heaven. And this family is his son, his spirit. All right, 24 elders are in heaven. Eh? And what? Four living beasts are in heaven. Holy angels, archangels. Are you understanding me? And those who are dead and gone to heaven, Abraham, Isaac, they are all there in heaven. They are all part of God's family in heaven. But God also has a family on the earth. Now, God's family is not La. In the fact that you come from La doesn't make you God's family. God's family is not an Ashanti man or a Phantom or a Gaia man. God's family is not MTN. It is not where you work. Where you work doesn't make you God's family. God's family are the, is his church. The church is his family because like Eve came out from the side of Adam as his wife and then Adam had a family. Adam was a lone person but out of his side came Eve, his wife and suddenly Adam had a, had a wife and had a family in the garden of Eden. That was his home and God used to come and visit them. Now Jesus also comes to the earth as the second Adam and as the second Adam, he also had to have a bride or a wife and the soldier that I would call it, uh, a soldier made a mistake even though Jesus was dead. The soldier wanted to ensure that Jesus is properly dead. He takes his sword and at the right side of, of his rib, sorry, on the left side, the, the, the man drew the sword into his heart and out came blood and water. What is even a miracle? When sword enters the heart, blood should come. But for Jesus, it was blood and water. And out of that side came the second Eve, which is the church. That's why the church is Jesus' bride. Are you understanding me? Look, so no matter what you say, you say about the church, you can't bless the church. Jesus still loves his wife. Have you not spoken about somebody's wife before? Did he change the person's mind about his wife? Your comment has not changed somebody about his wife. The church is not perfect, but Jesus still loves his wife because that is his family. So this is the family. That's why when we get born again, reconciliation brings us home. Now, uh, uh, um, Romans chapter number 5 verse 10 is what I said last week. He said that Romans chapter 5 verse 10 for if when we were 
enemies. We were reconciled to God, my God, by the death of his son. Much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. Now, what he's saying is that at first we were enemies. And God decided to reconcile. Reconciliation, is it good to see you? Reconciliation simply means what? There is a a bad relationship between you and somebody. And then we want to reconcile you. So we have to talk about the matter. And when we talk about the matter and the problem is solved, then you, you, you become one. It's called reconciliation. So now, we to God had a case with us. We didn't know how to solve the case. Some people try to solve the case by pouring libation. God, libation doesn't reconcile it to God. Some bring goats, bring sheep to altars. But God also decided, I'm going to adopt you as my son. Though you are Mr. Clotet's son, but you are also a son of God. I remember a pastor who met a little boy and decided to adopt the boy. When he adopted the boy, he brought the boy to his house. So when you had adoption, you, the person has to carry your name. So the pastor put his name on the boy. Now the boy was in the house as a son and he took the boy to America. The boy is in America now as a son. He carries his name. So when God also adopted us, we also carry his name. Don't you carry your father's name? So what's your name? Lie God. Because that's God's name. <laughs> hey. Clap for Jesus. So it means that we are we carry that, that title. And because we carry that title, we say, like this boy, he also is calling the man daddy. So we also call God the same title. Bible says Jesus called God Abba Father. Abba Father. We also call God Abba Father because when the Holy Spirit came into us, Galatians chapter 4 verse 6, because you are sons, God has given unto us the spirit of his son whereby we, we cry Abba Father. So I go to God. If Jesus is calling Daddy, I'm also calling Daddy. I mean, if we assume that uh, uh, we are all in heaven and Jesus is calling Daddy, Angels don't call him daddy. I understand. Then, then what's what here? Daddy. He said, ah. But you are Auntie Maggie's son. It says, he's my daddy because Jesus Christ has reconciled me to his father because of his death. Come on, clap for Jesus. It's the greatest relationship the greatest relationship on earth is father-son relationship. I'm sure mothers are not happy. And why ain't saying that? But mother-son relationship. Don't joke with father-son relationship. That's where God has put a lot of blessings. When Angel Gabriel came to, what's his name? Zachariah, about John the Baptist, Luke 1 19. He told him about this boy. Is it Luke 1 19 or Luke 1 16? He told him about this boy. He said, John the Baptist will turn the heart of fathers to their children, not mothers, heart of fathers to their children. And then the disobedient to the wisdom of the just, the, the disobedient children will have. The wisdom of the, of the righteous man, righteous person. A righteous man has the wisdom to honor his father. And then Gabriel was actually quoting Malachi chapter 4, verse 5, where he spoke about Elijah coming. And the Holy Ghost said that Elijah will turn, turn the heart of fathers to their children and father the children also to their fathers. Let us smite the head of the case. So wherever fathers and children have a problem, there's also a case. 
And sometimes some mothers make a mistake. The mistake they make is that they tell their children bad things about the fathers. What you don't know is that you are spoiling a child's life. So most of our children we grow up not like our fathers. And many times mothers are even available. They are there, they are buffing, they are cooking, they are doing it, they are doing it. You see, by behind you don't know what the father does. You don't even know that a lot of that are happening, no, is the father. Because the mother's face. May God heal us of any problem with our fathers. And may the reconciling blood of Jesus reconcile us to our fathers. And spiritual fathers. In Jesus' name. I say in Jesus' name. Now, now, that father-son relationship has been restored to God between us and God, the Father. So we can come to God. Beautiful. And I said the second thing that happens is that the same love that Jesus had for the Father, uh, the Father had for Jesus, is the same, the same love that the Father also has for us. How can you adopt a child and love your children more than adopt a child. There's not an adoption. That's why adoption is a legal thing. It's a lot of process. It's not, you just can't say, I want to adopt a child. Once you are adopting a child, the child is your child. You love the child equally like your own children. So when God adopted us. So Jesus said in John chapter 17. Do you like my sermon? Because yeah. the church is quiet. 23. He said, I in them. Oh, Holy Spirit, help me. I in them. And thou in me. That they may be, they may be what? Perfect in one. And the world will know that you, Heavenly Father, has loved them as you have loved me. In other words, the same love that you love me, Jesus, is the same love, Father God, you also love them. So today, let this sing to our spirit that now that we are home, the same love, God doesn't love Jesus greater than us. It's not a nice feeling. Oh, you're not answering my question. Has the devil not told us that God doesn't like you before? Let me see your hand. The devil has not told you before that God doesn't like you. Let me see, let me see your hand. Hey, let, let me see your hand. The devil has told you God doesn't like you. Hey, there are people there. Some of you. Me plenty of times. There may be, you have not gotten to a certain point, that's why he has not told you. One of his main attacks is to tell you, God doesn't like you. Especially when you have problems. You see, you see. That's what he did to Jesus. When Jesus was in the wilderness, he didn't come on the 10th day. He waited the 40th day. Jesus had fasted. He had become lean, lean. He had become lang- Jesus had become lang- lang- I mean, hungry. When Jesus is moving, the, when we're blowing Jesus, his, his, his cheekbone had protruded. His rolling chain had come. Jesus' stomach, his pot belly was gone. His stomach had become very flat. I mean, Jesus is hungry. Then the devil comes and said, You say what? Son of God. Son of God, Father, you are hungry. No, 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 no. Sons of God, they don't, they don't go hungry. Son of God, Father, you don't have a car. Son of God, and your landlord is ejected from your house. Son of God, 
and look at what is happening to you. Son of God, look at how they are, they are treating you. Son of God, you don't have a job. Son of God, look at how your wife is treating you. Son of God, he, 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 he stands on problems to question your sonship. God doesn't like you. Okay, if you are a son of God, now you have to prove it. So, son, you want God to appear to show that you are his son, but he will never appear. Because God, he didn't appear for Jesus Christ. And you don't need a proof. The proof is the blood that he died. And then Jesus said, I don't need to prove it. The fact that I don't have bread doesn't mean the father does not love me. Man shall not live by bread alone. But man shall live by every word of God. At least I have the word of God. If I don't have a dress, it's not a sign. You understand me? For see, you're not married yet. It's not a sign that God doesn't love you. So don't let it, don't let the devil come and tell you, oh, I'm just saying, no, 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 no. He loves you, Papa. So, Papa. They asked a lady, do you love the guy said, Papa. Wow. God also loves you, Papa. Hey, Joe, look, if you see God's love, He loves you, Papa. I tell you, the Holy Ghost, He loves you, Papa. I mean, for somebody to kill himself to reconcile, they love you so much. And number three, what it means to be reconciled to God. The third thing is. But by once you are home, then you qualify for the inheritance. That's what I spoke, I spoke about last, last week. Eh? Right? You qualify for what? For what? Inheritance. Romans 4, 8, 14. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. 15. For God has not given the spirit of bondage again to fear, but the spirit of what? Adoption. Whereby we call our Father. Verse 16. And the Spirit himself bears witness in our hearts or spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then are we heirs of God, joined heirs with Christ. If so, that we suffer with him. And so we glorify with him. So when we, God brought us into the house, it's like the inheritance that Jesus has from the, from the Father is for all, all of us. You see, inheritance uh, uh, we get inheritance when somebody dies. Only the prodigal son was a very bad boy. Your father is alive, so your father should share the inheritance. Uh, how can you share inheritance when the father is alive? And he's kind of too. Some people are praying for their uncle to die so that, so that they will inherit Coco Farm. Don't pray for your uncle to, to die for Coco Farm. Jesus has died. And because of that, we have this inheritance with Jesus Christ. And I explained that when Jesus died, when Jesus died and he went to heaven, they, they gave him something. Revelation 5 is 12. The angels of God is sung. Worthy is the lamb that was slain to receive number one power. And I explained that Jesus is the power of God. So, Jesus doesn't need power. First Corinthians 124, but unto us who believe, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. So Jesus doesn't need power. Jesus received power to give us what? Power. I see, Lord, I see you receiving power from God. And I said that power, it can make wealth. It can give you an ability you didn't have. That power, it can give you the influence of an army. It's like one man you look like a one-man thousand. When you do things, it's like hundred or thousand angels have come to join you. Look, some people, if you follow them, you break your heart because as he's working, thousand angels are with him as he's working. So he does more things than the thing is a lot. Then you say, I'm going to do the same thing. But you are using your first strength. That's the power he gives her. And so, Power with the influence of money. The second that Jesus received is wisdom. So God has brought us home to be reconciled, to be brought home to receive power, to receive what? Wisdom. 
Now, not the wisdom of this world, as the Bible says. This wisdom is not physics or economics or what do you call it, uh, 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 biology. Have you not seen that of all the economists that our people have learned, even our finance minister is, is, a, is an economist, eh? but still the, the dollar is going up. You see, they, they have the economics, they have the but things, things don't work. Money is failing. Ukraine one, Ukraine war, whatever. I mean, economy, economy, economy is not working. Eh? People are queuing for bread in places, if you don't know. But it's a wisdom of God. I read a scripture, I think, is it First Corinthians 1, uh, 27? 27, 1 27. Okay, 26. 26. Okay, 28. 29. That's the last verse. 30. Then, then, No, I think it's First Corinthians one nineteen or eighteen. Is that eighteen? Eighteen. Okay, nineteen. He said, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and will bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. 20, I think that's what I was looking for. Quick, where's the wise? Where's the scribe? 21. For after that, in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew no God. It's like if you use God's wisdom, you don't even know what God wants to do. But God can give you his own wisdom. By wisdom, the world God founded ahead. I pray that as God has brought you home to this church and myself, all the foolishness will go out of your mind in Jesus' name. All the foolish decisions are going to go. All the bad choices are going. May the Holy Spirit impart to you the inheritance of Jesus. May he give you wisdom. May you become wiser than your age. When you think, may people ask you how old are you when you do some things they'll say how old are you so i'm only 25 years old but you think like a 50 year old man in the name of jesus wisdom the next thing jesus received revelation 5 5 12 i'm talking home reconciliation home so that's why in this state be, be wise don't be a foolish girl in law don't be a foolish boy. Be a wise boy. Amen. Amen. Eh? So, to receive power, eh? number two, riches. In fact, the day I found this one, I was, I was confused. So, I had to go and look at it. And the riches mean money. So, Jesus, when he went to heaven, God gave him money. But that Jesus did money. Esther, Esther, Monica, does Jesus need money? Ah, Jesus, if Jesus wants to buy bread, you are there, Jesus come, he's holding twins and you can buy bread. He doesn't need bread. When he wanted fish, I mean, the creator, he can create bread. But he received the money for us. So if you are in the church here, in the name of Jesus Christ, you have been brought home to be given riches. Riches is an anointing. I'm telling you, it is an anointing. It's an anointing that God gives. Deuteronomy 28, 8, 8, he said, Thou shalt remember that I am the Lord that gives you power to make wealth. God can pour oil over you, and suddenly everything you do works. 
May every poverty be broken in our church in the name of Jesus. Every poverty that was sent against us back to sender in Jesus' name. And may the Lord give us riches. May anointed to make welcome. Hallelujah. And the next one was strength. He resists them. Jesus is strong. Hey, Jesus is very strong. Very, very strong. He beat the devil. He came to the world. He went to hell, to the devil's hometown. He beat him there and took the keys of death and hell from him. I mean, that's a very So, death and hell, hell's gates keys is with Jesus' Jesus pocket. It's in Jesus' pocket. Are you understanding me? But he does not need a strength. He received it as an inheritance for us. May God strengthen you. May God strengthen you from your discouragement. May God strengthen us from our depressions. Sometimes you feel like giving up on certain things, but may, as we come home, may the Lord send strength from heaven into your heart. May there be courage. May there be a hope to live in the name of Jesus Christ, whose I am. May strength of mind come. Mental strength. Your mind is strong. You don't move by people's opinion or what people think. Because God has strengthened your mind. You know who you are in the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Even Jesus was discouraged in uh, Gethsemane. But God sent an angel to strengthen him. You need strength. In life, you need strength. You need strength. There are bullies. There are intimidations. Satan intimidates. Diseases that intimidate. But you need strength to say, look, I will make it. Not our own might, but strength. Strength to beat enemies in Jesus' name. And the next one is what? Anna. Is Jesus honorable? So what is he doing with Anna? God gave him Anna so that the Holy Spirit would take the Anna and give it to us. You see, there are people, they call us honorable. But some of them are, are, are rather dishonorable because the things we, we hear them do. You are the real person who should be honorable. May the Lord take away the feces, the disgrace. I said the disgrace. May the Spirit of God remove the disgraced dress and put on you what? Anna. Say I receive the honor of the Lord Jesus. Say I receive the honor of the Lord Jesus. As they respected Jesus, so they will respect me. I prophesy to you. As I prophesy to you, people will see you and they'll salute you. They'll see you. They want to give to you because they see something. They can't explain. There's an invisible presence of God. That invisible presence is called Anna. You look different from your siblings. You look different from your friends. There's something special from the from, from heaven over your life. It's the Anna of God. Spirit of God, I pray release from heaven. Malabranda Salaba, a new cloak, a new cloak, a new cloak upon us, your people, to wear a garment of honor. Lord, release them, shed them one, two, three, four, shed them for your people in the name, in the name, in the name. In the name, in the name, in the name, in the name of the Son of the Living God, whose I am and whom I serve. And the next one, glory. Jesus is glory. He's a bright but he's still glory for us. So when we come home. He reconciles so that he will see glory. Glory means beautiful. It means the presence of God. It means splendor. It means majesty. You are the next majestic person. Nobility is coming to you. Beauty of the Lord. As a beauty of the Lord. There is a beauty of God. There is a beauty.
beauty of God. There is a beauty of God. He's so beautiful. He's so beautiful. But he impels that beauty. Such a beautiful God. Beautiful Jesus. You've got to see his face. You've got to see his eyes. See his deep blue eyes. With so much beauty and love and tenderness. That's God. He's changing your ugliness. Some people, they look beautiful outside, but inside they're ugly. It's outside there. Vain, beauty is vain. Beauty. Proverbs 31 verse 30. Beauty is vain. There's a real beauty that comes from God inside. You say, as you are even growing old, you are still beautiful. You have wrinkled face, but you are still a beautiful and a nice person to live with. Some people, they look utterly nice, but you can't live with them. Hey, can't turn cross. But I see God, beauty of God melting all demonic cantankrosity in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Beauty. Beautiful. And the last one was blessing. Yes. Come home, so I'll bless you. There's so much curse in the world. But I pray there'll be a blessing here. Father, put a blessing here. Anytime you come home, Holy Spirit, share the blessings of Jesus. Now, a blessing makes things to be easy. That's all that blessing does. What is difficult? So they'll say, oh, Ghana is a very hard place. No, not for a blessed person. Even people are in America, they'll tell America it's hard. So they can't come home. Somebody in London, he can't come home. I met a guy in London and he told me, he said he thinks he's under a curse. He came from Central Region. I said, why? So, I can't come home. Here today, I am too. It's also noisy. He's in London. Oh. So, it's not where you are. It's the blessing of God upon your life. That's why I prophesy in our Los Angeles church, LA church, Kayandalabalaba, Jehovah's blessing is coming upon us. I said, Jehovah's blessing. Nobody's will be turning to somebody's. Those who cried will no longer cry. Those who didn't own will begin to own. A blessing that makes things easy. What is difficult? The blessing of the Lord makes it easy in Jesus' name. Blessings even fight. Joseph was blessed, a blessed child, into the pit, into Potiphar's house, into prison. Then he became prime minister. When his father met him, he said, "Me, Jacob, I have been blessed more than my father and my grandfather Abraham, more than my progenitors." He said, "This blessing is upon the head of Joseph." So not only as Joseph was walking around, there was a blessing over his life. Until wouldn't for man, he comes out. You put him in prison, he becomes the prison prefect. You make him a slave. They make him the head of Potiphar's group of companies. The blessing. May a blessing fight for you. May the blessing fight for you. May a blessing fight the curses in our father's house. Curses in our mother's house. Curses in La. Curses in Ghana. May the blessing of God fight for us. May we prevail. I see you prevailing. In the name of Jesus. Everything from whatever world, land, sea, trees, everything will make the blessing prevail over them. In the name of Jesus Christ. It's going to be a blessing. Now, the next thing, number four, when God brings you home, when you are reconciled to God, when He brings us home, 
what happens? When we come home, we see that God is our father with many children. You are not the only child. Bishop said that one day he asked his father, Pastor Nola, Pastor Nola, look, I'm not giving to you. You're not my only child. You're not the only child. Now, so because you are not the only child, you have brothers and sisters. So when Jesus was teaching us how to pray the Lord's Prayer, Matthew 6, 9, he said, when you pray, say, our Father. Our What's it, my sister? Eh? So, when I'm praying, I have to say, our Father. God forbid, if I have an issue with patience, and I say, our Father, who art in heaven? They say, they only go say, no, 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 no. Don't say our Father, because you don't qualify. Because of this then it's okay. My father heaven say, wait, 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 wait. Jesus didn't say, my father. Say our father. So what's that to say? Go and reconcile with her. When you reconcile with her, then come and say, our father. So Holy Ghost wrote it for us in Colossians 1.20. He said, for made peace through the blood of his cross peace to reconcile all things that are in heaven and in earth so through the blood God is reconciling things in heaven and earth in his son alright I say whether they be things in earth or all things in heaven so God had to reconcile us. Angels don't have problem with us because of the blood of Jesus. But it's not only things in heaven, but things on the earth. So you see the cross of Jesus, the vertical cross points to God in heaven and the, the horizontal cross points to me and you. So I'm reconciled to God, the Holy Spirit. But most of course your name. Eh? I'm also reconciled to Peter. Then I can say, Our Father, who are in heaven. So, those of us who are not talking to people in the church, you are cutting yourself off from all the inheritance I'm talking about. Let's fight what the enemy tries to do. Those of us who are not talking, quarreling, those of who think that you are better than others, you look them for others. Our father is the same who. So all your looking down and despisement and all those things you are doing and all that and, and all and all that what you are doing, like you are cutting yourself from the inheritance. So bring yourself down, oh, be at level with everybody, oh, flow with everybody, oh. something, me and nothing. So Jesus said, if you have all against your brother, go and reconcile them before you come to the altar to God. May God heal our hearts. May God give us a large heart. May we forgive people who have hurt us. As for hurt they will hurt you. Even in the home, they are Fights. They are quarrels, husband and wife, by the devil's strategy. Let's reconcile and be reconciled to God so that we have access to our Father's help. In Jesus' name. Our Father wants to help us. The Holy Spirit is more than ready. Hey, 
Jesus is more interested in my life than I am more interested. He's more interested in your life. He wants to do something. But let's reconcile to God and to ourselves. Hebrews 12, 14, 17, Follow peace with all men. All men. All men. Some will hate you. Some will love you. Some will not like you. But follow peace. Make sure that you have peace with everybody. Sort out. Forgive. So I can say what? Our Father. Our Father. What in heaven? Hallelujah be thy name. He said, no, 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 no. Stop. And as I close on my last point, the fifth, why we are brought home, 2 Corinthians 5 17. Do you like my sermon? Thank you for the Spirit of God. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Behold, all things are new. All things have passed away. Behold, all things are new. Those of you who have been digging our history to find out the things that we did, those history are gone. It's a new life. Verse 18. All things, not some things, all things, including Ghana, this Ghana, including what America all things are of God money, everything is of God the trees, everything all things are of God hmm? who has 2 Corinthians 5 18, who has given unto us the ministry of reconciliation so when God brought us home he gave everybody a ministry of reconciliation. Why well, you can't get it? Are you there? He got a ministry of reconciliation. All things have God. Everything belongs to God. Car, shape, planes, everything is for God. Eh? Who has reconciled us to himself by our Savior Jesus Christ and has given to us the ministry of consolation. God does not reconcile you to himself and not give you a ministry. And as for me, God has not called me. No. If, I don't know what that's called, not called you, but once you are, he has reconciled you, he has given you what? A ministry of what? Reconciliation. Now, I like the all things are of God. What it means is that if you follow this ministry of, of bringing people also to come and patch up with their God, because everything belongs to God, God will give you everything you need. Evangelism is a door for blessings. This church has to be have the ministry of reconciliation. Yesterday we called for evangelism, only about people came, but it's changing by the spirit of God. And with great power gave the apostles witness. Of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. Evangelism. And great grace was upon them. They didn't ask for great grace. They were just going for evangelism with power. Verse 34. Oh Jesus, I thank you for your light shining in our hearts. Now, when the grace grace came, neither was there any among them that lied. Every member of the church was into evangelism, and grace was upon everybody. So God's grace killed lack. 
I see luck being killed in this church in Jesus' name. And as many as were possessors of houses and land sold them. People now started giving offering as, as lands. Have you given an offering, land offering before? What's your name? Eh? John, have you given a house offering before? Can you give a house offering? Is it to give a house offering? You have houses. And how did he come? Did he ask for it? Kite anointing Los Angeles, LA. I came to tell you that if we take evangelism to very seriously, we will never be poor. We will never be poor. We will never be poor. If we take evangelism seriously and go out in the name of Jesus to bring people to church, we will never be poor. God is bringing a financial grace. Go back to the Second Corinthians. Verse 19. I'm closing. Oh, Spirit of, my, Spirit of God. Bread of God. The Bible says to wait God was in our Lord Jesus Christ reconciling the world unto himself and not imputing unto them their trespasses. Brother, God was giving them his righteousness and has committed unto us the word of reconciliation. So we should go and speak the word that God loves you. Verse 20. God. Then, now then, are we ambassadors of Christ? As though God did receive you by us. We pray you in Christ be reconciled unto God. God brought us home to become ambassadors. An ambassador is one who has traveled from a country into his home country. So into another country. And he served the mission of that country. So America has an ambassador in Ghana. And his interest is America, not Ghana. But you, they brought us an America ambassador to Ghana. Ambassador. I mean, you are just playing the fool in La. They will recall you. Because you have lost your mission. We too, we are ambassadors of heaven on earth our mission is to let people know the love of Christ they cannot go to hell so we are in church for what? to tell others that he loves them he loves them this church must be full our arrangement is covered arrangement verse we are going to change I'm believing God, believing God to get 600 padaches. So we pack. I don't know. I don't know where. I don't know where the money is. But the money is to somebody. Somebody has it's 72,000 Ghana cedis. Somebody has it. Maybe it is you. If it's you, come. Fill this church with padaches. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Padaches. The church has to be full of people. Our problem is car park, but it's not a problem at all for us. It's not a problem for God. No problem for God at all. We'll find places and park. It's God we want in Jesus. 
How many people want to join Jesus in this reconciliation thing? Father, I pray that your mighty Holy Spirit will bring through the blood of Jesus the spirit of reconciliation. Whatever demon that resisted from evangelism, break that demon in Jesus' name. And let the spirit of God touch our hearts with the love of Christ. I pray for everyone. Let's be on our feet. That is here. Tell the Lord that let me be home. Let me never leave home. I pray for everyone. Oh, Spirit of God, in the name of Jesus, including myself, let this place be a home. Let this be a home. Holy Spirit, let this place be a home. Oh, this is your house. This is your house, your home. We welcome you, Lord. We welcome you, oh Jesus. This is your house, your home, oh Jesus. place in love, Lord Jesus. Let it be heaven on earth. I pray the Lord, may we tell others about this love of God. Jesus' precious name. Amen. You don't know Jesus, you want to receive Jesus, give me, I want to, give me a wave, you want to receive Jesus into your heart. You want to receive Jesus into your heart. Lift up your hand. You, want, you don't know Jesus, but today you want to know Jesus. Let me see, raise your hand. You want to receive Jesus? Want to receive Jesus? 
you want to receive Jesus. You are not sure if you die, you go to heaven. We want to be sure today. Let me see your hand. Alright, let's be seated. Thank you for listening to the refreshing word with Bishop David Yali. Visit us at the Rose of Sharon Cathedral, La, opposite the La Community Bank, Accra, Ghana. For prayer and counseling, please contact us on plus 233-505-304-337. God bless you.